Good morning, church. Happy Valentine's Day. Who here knows that the greatest love story ever told hit its high point 2,000 years ago? So we have a few announcements before we get into uh, the word today. I want to thank everybody who's uh, been worshiping with us, either in person or online. Um, tomorrow we will be having our Zoom prayer meeting at 7 p.m. We'll be shooting out that email tomorrow. Thursday at 7, we'll be having our Zoom youth group meeting. No, I keep thinking youth are going to cheer for me for this, but that's fine. Uh, that link will be emailed out on Thursday. Uh, today is Valentine's Day, as uh, at least half of you know, and hopefully the other half are not scrambling right now. Uh, we have an area set up for pictures for everyone in between services for um, after second service. Couples, singles, families, you're all invited. And now we're going to bring up Miss Ricky for a women's ministry announcement. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, ladies. This one's for us. So save the date, March 20th from 10 to 2. We're having a mini women's retreat here at church. And I'm so excited for all of us to come and gather together. If you can make it in person, we would love to have you. It will also be online. So we need you to call the number up there or the church office to register. Let us know if you're going to be watching online or if you're coming in person. It's $5 if you're watching online because we have um, a little gift bag and stuff that we're actually going to be dropping off to you if you're going to participate with us. And then um, $20 in person. We're going to have food um, provided for us through um, like, like a food truck. So um, that way it's safe and we're not touching anything. Um, and we're real excited. So please register, come, and we're going to just hear from God and see what he does. Thank you. Thank you, Ricky. That sounds like a awesome time, so hopefully all of our ladies here are going to be signing up for that. At this time, we're going to bring up Miss Anita for Children's Church, so children, come on down. Good morning, Luke. Happy birthday. That's a nice day to have a birthday. How is everybody this morning? Do you feel the love? Well, if you don't feel it from your family, you should feel it from God. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. Have you ever given a valentine to a friend or a family member? On Valentine's Day, many people give flowers, cards, candy to show their love. Around the world, approximately one billion Valentine cards are sent on Valentine's Day. The Bible says that love comes from God. If we are God's children, we need to love others the way that God loves us. Jesus talked a lot about loving our neighbors. But he didn't mean only the people who live in our neighborhood. One time, Jesus told the story to help people understand who their neighbors really are. 
Jesus said, a man was traveling down a road when some robbers attacked him. They tore at his clothes. They beat him up and left him on the road. Another man came along and saw the hurt man. He didn't stop to help. He just kept on going. Then another man walked by and didn't help him either. Then the third man kept by and stopped to help him. He put the man on his donkey and brought him to the motel or the inn that the Bible says. He paid the innkeeper to take care of the man and even offered to give the innkeeper more money if it was needed. Then Jesus asked which of these three men in the story showed love to the man who was hurt. The people knew the answer. It was the third man who stopped to help the person that was hurt. Jesus said, that's right. Now go and do the same thing. This is the story of the Good Samaritan. And adults, you do realize that story is not just for children. So remember, God is love. Love is Jesus dying for us. Loving God fills up our hearts. Real love is helping others when they have needs. Because God loves us, we are to love others. The more we know God, the more we'll love God. So give your whole heart, not just part of it, to God and let him into everything that you do. Valentine's Day can be fun, but showing love to others is better than any Valentine card. And kids, second service, can you imagine what I'm going to use this for in our Bible story? Come second service and find out. Have a good day. My guess is the toilet paper is to wipe up tears. <laughs> All right, so we're going to uh, move into our time of financial ministry. So if you have been faithful with your tithes and offerings, we just want to thank you so much for helping continue God's kingdom in times that we understand are tough. Um, I say it every week, but God can do so much more with a little than we can do with much. So the consecration of this is very important to continuing uh, our mission here in the community as well as God's mission on this earth. Uh, we're going to enter a time of prayer now before the worship. So if everybody would bow their heads. Lord, we want to come before you today and thank you for all of the grace and all of the mercy that you have shown everybody in here. We want to thank you for your justice and your promises that you will dry every tear come the end of time. We ask that you would use us as vessels to propagate your will here on earth, that you would use us in our communities and that you would give us strength and wisdom and humility to hear today's message and hear today's worship, 
to use it as a changed heart and then to have the strength and capacity to go out and change who we are from it. In your name we pray, amen. Morning, church. Let's all stand. Stand with me, please. Happy Valentine's Day. Hopefully all the guys out there got their wives something. <laughs> it's good to be in the house of God. If you're visiting with us, you're welcome. If you're listening online, watching online, welcome. Thank you. Let's lift our hands to our King, to our Lord and our Savior.
about Valentine's Day <laughs> I think about what love really is and when I think about it Christ truly loved us because he didn't just give some but he gave all and he took his love for us to the cross that's true love and so as we think about this as we meditate on him let's worship him with this song because he's got reckless love for us. He's crazy about you. So let's worship him today. Till I'm found 
day like this who feel they can never be loved um, they, they're even with someone but mainly they they never they, they can't they they can't comprehend that God can forgive them of what they've done uh, they, they, they're always walking around with their head down always walking around condemned and there's a God in heaven who says no matter what I, 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 I'm gonna knock down every lie I will do whatever I can to show you my reckless love amen 
someone out there today, someone that you know, I want you to pray for them right now. All heads bowed, eyes closed. Pray for them. Lift them up right now in Jesus' name. God, we lift up these people to you, Lord. Loved ones who should be here with us this Sunday morning, who should be online with us this morning, Lord, but they have, they have bought the lie of the enemy, and we rebuke it in Jesus' name. Show your reckless love to them one more time, God. We're asking before it's too late. Show them, show them your love. Remind them of how much you love them and how much we care here at Home Church, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus over every single person, over all our loved ones this morning. Maybe someone who's sick in body this morning, you just pray for them right now. Someone you know right now. Lift them up, lift their name up, pray for them. Bring them before God. God, we give these people to you. We give our worries to you. Lord, we want to lift up Lori Del Lewis, Lord, and her family, God. We pray you just be with her this morning, wherever she's at, wherever, wherever she's at, Lord, whatever she's feeling, whatever she's going through, God, just comfort her. Be with her. Lord, we want to pray for Pam and Kenny, Lord, this morning. The list goes on and on, Lord. You know the names. You know those who are, are in need of some healing, God. We ask for healing, Lord. Your healing power touch them in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, we believe that you can set the captive free. In the name of Jesus, we believe that you can heal. In the name of Jesus, we believe that you can break the chains that have your children bound. In the name of Jesus, we believe that you can bring a backslider home. We praise you. We worship you this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bring your need before God. Bring your request before God right now. Let it be known. Josh said, Lord, you showed us, Lord, more than words. You could have had angels draw in the sky to tell us how much you love us. You could have sent down roses. You could have, but yet over 2,000 years ago, you sent your only begotten son to die on the cross for our sins, to take our place. He was the first Valentine. And this morning, he wants to be your Valentine. We thank you, Jesus. We worship you as we continue to praise your name this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Let's continue worshiping the Lord this morning. for you. 
find strength to face the day. And in your presence, all our fears are washed away, washed away. team we appreciate you so very much amen hallelujah i gotta say it's so good to see your beautiful faces this morning on this valentine's day amen um mark and charlene it's so good to see you guys here with us safe and well how you guys feeling everything good praise god amen amen how's everyone doing 
Amen. Good to see you guys. Everyone online with us, we just want to say welcome uh, to Home Church of the Nazarene. We're so blessed to have you this morning. Brothers, good to see you again. Soul, good to see you. Beautiful family. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, Brother Mary, or Sister Mary, sorry. Not Brother Mary, I apologize. I got two. <laughs> man, oh man, we're on a roll, right, Matt? Last week you wanted to be my Valentine. This I'm calling sister, I'm calling brothers Mary and Hallelujah. Who came ready for hear the word? Amen. This is uh, Will You Be My Valentine Part Two? And um, last week I kind of shared a little bit about where this where this stems from. Um, and uh, a few people said, Man, did you whatever happened to that? Did you Yes, I hit 18 years old. I was so excited. I went to, well, I went, first I went to my pastor, then I went to Ricky's pastor, I went to her mother, got their blessing, and then I asked her, I said, um, I tried to do my hair like Elvis, you know, I tried to, but it didn't work out, but it's okay. I got, I got, to, got to Ricky and I said, um, would you be my Valentine? And uh, by God's grace, she said yes. <laughs> and we went to this place called Heidi's, it's a little breakfast spot, and Carson said, yeah, there we go. Give it up for Heidi's, yeah, Heidi's. Uh, had the bacon and eggs, you know. Well, actually, I, I got it, but I didn't eat anything. I was too nervous, you know. I'm not hungry, you know. <laughs> My mom, they're just looking at us like, oh, brother. Um, but we had, it was just a, uh, an amazing time. And, um, and so th th this week, uh, the traits of a saved woman, things that, things that I was looking for, obviously not perfection, but some things that I was looking for in, in a woman of God, in a woman of the Lord, um, growing up in the church, I saw, I saw many people kind of sell short. They just said, hey, you know, I'm just going to date whoever comes my way, or whoever tells me they love me, whoever says they look good, or vice versa, uh, the guys, you know, uh, whatever girl is just there. Um, and uh, as, as I noticed, that just led to, led to uh, bad decisions, just led to other bad things. And, and I didn't want that in my life. And so I prayed, Lord, give me the, give me the help, and I, I want to show me a saved woman. And uh, so today is the traits of a saved woman. Um, did, before we start, gentlemen, did you uh, tell your woman happy Valentine's Day today? <laughs> what did she say? Did you say, will you be my Valentine? I know some, some husbands right now are saying, oh yeah, I forgot, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> If she said yes, praise God. If she said no, it's going to be a long day. So I'll be praying for you. Are you a saved woman? Ask your, ask your lady, ask the woman sitting next to you. I don't care if she's your mother, sister. Ask her right now, are you a saved woman? Ask her. Ask yourself, are you a saved woman? I didn't say, are you a, are you a pretty woman? I didn't say, are you a rich woman? The question is, are you a saved woman? Did you ask? Did they answer? Did they answer? We're about to find out in a few moments, amen? Titus chapter 2, turn there with me. Titus chapter 2. And we're going to go ahead and read, brother, if you want to get that on the screen right now. Titus chapter 2. 
But as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine. That the older men be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, and patience. The older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanders, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. Amen. I want to talk about saved women. You know, it's hard to find it's hard to find saved women these days. Um, I didn't say it's hard to find church-going women. Um, how many know that there's a lot of women in church? Women remain the predominant sex in church. But this morning here, we want to raise the bar this morning as we look at the Word of God. When Paul writes to Titus as a mature believer in the Lord to a young pastor... He's giving him some advice in these few verses here in chapter 2. He lays out to him what a good, solid church looks like. Um, and so he says, you know, there's, this is what a good, solid church looks like. How I many you know there's churches all over the world? Especially on a morning like this, you ladies look beautiful. Amen. Husbands, tell your wife she looks beautiful. Amen. 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 I hope you told her. Ladies, you look good, but in the great words of the philosopher David Ruffin, beauty is only skin deep. <laughs> God's beauty goes beyond what you look like externally. Um, so I want to ask you some questions to help you look at yourself with an open heart, open mind, and pray the Lord speak to you this morning. And I have to say, I'm so encouraged to be able to preach this sermon to our ladies because we have a lot of saved women here, a lot of godly women. And uh, we never want to forget what the word tells us. So number one, it says, do you have reverent behavior? Older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior. Ask yourself, do you have reverent behavior? Do you live your life and conduct your life? What's sacred? If Jesus is standing next to you, wherever you're at, ladies, would you be comfortable with him standing next to you? Would you be comfortable with Jesus being there with your girlfriends? Thank you, sister. Okay, I got a yes. The word reverent in the Greek means holy. A reverent woman wants someone to be attracted to her, not from her outer beauty, but from her inner beauty. A reverent woman doesn't care what she really looks like on the outside, but cares what God thinks of her on the inside. A reverent woman. He says right here, he doesn't stop there, he says... What's that next thing? He says, not slanders. Out of all the words Paul could have picked, um, he used this word slander. So number two, do you have righteous conversations? 
The word slander means to excuse, to speak, to accuse, to speak evil towards someone, to be malicious, to give false report. Paul says a righteous woman is not a slanderer. She speaks well of others. You know somebody like that? Can you think of someone who every time you're around them, they just speak well of others? It's just what comes out. You ever know somebody that doesn't? You're just like, hey, have a good day. <laughs> yeah, you, you, but this, this kind of lady, she, she's not a slanderer. She speaks well of others. Um, gossip is not in her. It's not in her. Uh, she doesn't want to gossip. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to slander. This next one here. Um, not given too much wine. And so I. Put number three right here, giving in to the wrong habits. Uh, not giving too much wine. Now, I thought long and hard on this one right here because I said to myself, I know first service don't have a problem with this. Second service does, so I'm going to really spend a lot of time on this one. Uh, uh, but I <laughs> I was a part of a class, a minister class, and um, the, 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 the subject came up. One of the qualifications of a minister is not, not partaking in, in, uh, in drinking. Um, and it was, <laughs> it was a really awkward moment because one, one of the ministers, a uh, young minister, uh, spoke up and said, uh, said this, uh, said, I have a question. And the teacher said, yes. He goes, I want to know when it's too much, much. And everybody got quiet. The poor guy. And, you know, um, again, look, um, I thought I should spend some time on this point right here because we humans sometimes, will, especially myself, will find things in the word to try to justify what we want to do. Thank you for your honesty, brother. Uh, we... You know, there was a, I don't know if you heard the story of the, the gentleman who was uh, drinking and driving. He got pulled over by the police. The cop said, have you been drinking? He said, sir, no, I have not. The cop said, what, what do I smell? That smells like, he says, sir, this is water. It is not, he says, let me see it. The officer takes it, smells it. Says, it smells like wine to me. The gentleman said, Oh, uh, looks like Jesus did it again. <laughs> I'm telling you, you this morning, I'm telling you, we will find, look, it's human nature. We will find, I, I just, I just got to, I, I thought I'd spend a little time on this point because sometimes we will try to look for ways. But I believe this scripture, I believe this verse goes beyond just wine drinking. It goes beyond just, uh, uh, let me explain real quick. When you take the whole context of what God says about wine drinking, listen to me, church, and the scriptures are clear, the Bible talks about how you can be tricked and deceived. It's a little too quiet this morning, but it's okay. You can be tricked and deceived. You can get into bondage drinking certain things. 
And the attitude of God is revealed throughout the whole entire Bible that when we dabble in it, it's not a wise thing to do. I don't know why I feel kickback. I feel tension right now. I don't know what, but, 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 but I, I, it's okay because when I feel tension and kickback, I just got to push back the harder because I want you to know how much I love you. I don't want your mind to be altered by the things of this world. I don't want your mind to be altered by some drink. I want our minds to be altered by God. Amen. I get that question asked a lot. Well, can I have a, hey, that's between you and the Lord. I know in uh, 1 Corinthians, I believe it's, uh, let's see if I find this real quick, one sec. You write the scripture down for another time. 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, 6, 10 right here, it says, uh, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders will inherit the kingdom of God. All I'm saying in church is be careful. Be careful. Amen? amen. Can I get just a little amen? amen? But really, church, this goes for any habit. Any habit that is not pleasing to the Lord. It could be a, a shopping habit. All, you you want to just buy everything and and your husband's frustrated because he's going, or, or vice versa. There, there's, a, there's a habit. There's something that's controlling your life, and it's, it's taking you away from God. And it's, it's, it's not pleasing to the Lord. Any habit. When we have no self-control over ourselves, whenever our flesh craves it, we do it. We say, I just got to have it. I'm going to do it. But I'm calling for women this morning to be holy women. To be righteous women. To be godly women. So when their children, their sons and daughters look at them, they'll say, that's who I want to be like. My mom, she's not Wonder Woman. She's a saved woman. A godly woman. It says right here in the verse, teachers of good things. When I read this right here, teachers of good things, I could... I can think of my wife. I think of ladies like, like uh, Miss Anita and Jane and, and uh, Melody. Lady teachers of good things. Jeannie. We got so many women here who are teachers. AJ. Teachers of good things. So my point number four, are you revealing what's right to others? Are you, re are you showing what's right to others? When you're a godly woman, you want to show other ladies... What's right in love? That was something I saw in Ricky at as a young age. She, when a new convert girl would come in, she wouldn't act like she was better than her. Ricky would go embrace her, even at 17 years old, welcoming her, helping her, showing her the way. That's something that attracted me. I saw Ricky, I said, man, a godly woman shows other ladies what's right. The apostle Paul says in verse four, the older women should what? What's that word? Admonish the younger women. 
hear me clearly, this is what's missing in our culture today. There's so many young girls that go to church and, the, and older women aren't going up to them. The older women aren't embracing them. They're not showing them the path. You remember back in the days when the mothers of the church would surround themselves with the younger girls and show them the way? Amen. Help them, love them, encourage them. Not hitting them over the head with a Bible. But loving them. Encouraging them. Coaching them. There's nothing worse than a, than a woman trying to serve the Lord, a young gal. Making some mistakes and the older women ridiculing them, looking down on them. Paul says, Paul says, admonish the younger women. Amen. Amen. That's why, again, I got to say, that's why my wife and I, when we first came here, there were so many ladies who, who, who embraced my wife, who encouraged my wife, who were at the house helping my wife. We're so blessed to be a part of a church who does that. But we never want to forget. We never want to forget to, to, to help the younger women in this place. Pouring into other women and teaching them right here says that they admonish the young women to what? Number one, to what? Love their husbands. Somebody say love him. Do we have that point, Ezra? Love? If not, it's okay. Love him. Somebody say love him. Love your husbands. You know what overcomes issues in life, ladies? Is when a woman has the capacity, capacity to love her husband even when he's all jacked up. To love him so much that God will turn his life around... Instead of speaking ill of him, speaking well of him. Love him. I got to be honest, I know God knows you're frustrated. Ladies, God can see he's not being the man of God God's called him to be. We know he's running from the will of God. We, we know he's watching TV more than he's spending time with you. We know that it's been a while since he's actually just sat down and asked how your day was going. We know it's been a while. We know all that, but until he surrenders his life to God, the call for your life is to love your husband. Love him. Love him. It also says to love their children. It's an amazing thing we have mothers who love their kids. Love them. Love your children. To be discreet. This means right here, this means to have your passions under control. Chaste. That means pure behavior. 
right here, teach them to be, what's that word? Homemakers. There's a swear word if I haven't heard one today. <laughs> Homemakers. Somebody say homemakers. Homemakers. You know what I've seen? A saved woman. A saved woman. A woman of God. A saved woman. She's a multiplier. A saved woman is a multi whatever God gives her, she'll give back, pressed down, shaken together. And running over. A saved woman, if you give her a house, she'll turn it into a, a home. She's a saved woman. If you give her groceries, she'll, she'll give you a meal. If you give her a job, She'll work as she's working unto the Lord. If you give her a dumb answer, she'll give you, you're sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> she's saved. She's a, she's a godly woman. She's a righteous woman. She's, she's fearless. She loves the Lord. She's, she, if you give her a seed, she'll give you a generation. She'll give you a family. The Bible says she's more precious than rubies. She's more precious than jewels. And this morning, men, if you have a saved woman, thank God for her. Praise God for her. If you got a woman who's telling you, let's go to church, you better honor her and respect her because she's God's daughter. Amen. And never let her go. Amen. A saved woman is more valuable than rubies. let her go you'll be singing what I sang a few years ago baby come back you could blame it all on me I was wrong and I just can't live without you yeah that was me a saved woman I want to look up that scripture real quick I believe it's Proverbs help me out help me out pastors Proverbs let's see here Yes, amen. Let's look right here. Thank you, sister. 3110. A wife of noble character who can find who can find? There's a lot of ladies on Instagram. And there's nothing wrong with Instagram, but I want my lady in the word. She, she's worth far more than rubies. A wife of noble character who can find. She is f worth far more than rubies. Are you a saved woman this morning? Are you a godly woman? Are you a righteous woman? If you are, I want it, my, my hat goes off to you. And if there are some things here that you say, Pastor, I, 
it's okay. We, we, we all struggle. Let this be a reminder of what God is looking for in a woman. Amen? Let's bow our heads. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so blessed uh, and uh, more than blessed. I thank God every day that he's given me a wife who obviously she's yeah. She's perfect. God made her perfect. She's beautiful inside and out. And this morning there are many ladies here who likewise husbands are blessed because you're a saved woman. You're a righteous woman. But this morning, maybe you're here and maybe you don't have a valentine. Um, whether you have a valentine or not, I want, I want to encourage you to strive to be all you can be in God. So you can be that valentine for somebody someday. I didn't get my valentine until I was 18 years old. I know it doesn't seem like a long time, but for me it seemed like forever. But God used that time to work some things out in my life. That I needed to change so I could be the man that she needed me to be. If you're married in this place, let's strive, let's both strive to be all that we can be in God so you can be the man or woman of God that your spouse, that God is asking you, requiring you, wants you to be. And married or single um, here this morning, Jesus wants to be your valentine. Jesus wants to be your first love. Jesus this morning is asking you. He's asking you this morning. Married or single, it does not matter your age. He's asking you this morning. Will you, will you be my valentine? Will you be, because he wants to be you're everything. He wants you to be consumed with him. He wants to know you. He wants to get to know you intimately. He wants to get to know you. He wants you to be honest with him this morning. church so encouraged before I dated Ricky to know that Jesus was my first love and that's all I needed and this morning maybe maybe your spouse hasn't given you flowers maybe hasn't given you chocolates maybe the Bible calls us to love 
Bible calls you to love your husbands, to, to honor him, to respect him, to speak well of him to, and others. So this morning, we're going to sing out this song. As we worship him, I just want you to spend some time alone with God in your, in your pew and to pray. And maybe, maybe this morning you need to seek forgiveness. Maybe this morning you need to ask God into your life. Maybe you need to tell your husband this morning that you're, you're sorry for the way you've been treating him. Um, or vice versa, maybe. Maybe this morning you want to look into your spouse's eyes and you just want to let them know how much you love them and how much you care. The things we said, we didn't mean. God is here this morning. He wants to restore your relationship. He wants to help your marriage. He wants to help you as a single person. So spend this time alone right now with God as our brother sings out this song of worship. my life. Amen. Worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever bring. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe we live for you we live for you jesus the name above every other name jesus the only one who could ever say worthy of every breath we could ever breathe we live for you we live for you and holy there is no one like you there is none beside you you open up my eyes in wonder and show Want to sing the song with me? Jesus, Jesus, the name above every other name, yeah. Jesus, the only one who could ever say, worthy of every breath we could ever breathe, we live for you.
Husbands, do me a favor. Wives, do me a favor. Uh, you know, actually, husbands, you know, you know what would mean more to your wife than chocolates and roses? Which, if you haven't got those, get some chocolates for her today. But you, know, <laughs> but you know what would mean more to her? A life sold out for Jesus. Go to her and let her know how much you love her. Remind her of what she means to you. Remind her that she is your everything. I know it sounds cheesy, but guys, I'm telling you, tell her, give, show, tell her your heart. Let her know who she is, what she means to you today, and be the man of God that God's called you to be. That's the best Valentine gift you can give your wife. Give your prayer, give your love. Amen. Can I, can I ask my wife to come up, please? You can take the mask off. Will you be my Valentine? She said yes. <laughs> so, real quick, uh, husbands, just right now, just I want you to look at your wife. Just turn to your wife right now. Turn to your wife. All husbands across the place, turn to your wife. And ask your wife right now, will you be my Valentine? Did she say yes? If she said no, come to the altar. We'll pray later. <laughs> Everybody, I mean this. Have a blessed Valentine's Day. Um, all the, we, me and my wife, we, we, we've just found out you have to call and make reservations to go somewhere. We got no place to go, but you know what? It's okay because we have each other. Amen. Amen. Be blessed.
Have a wonderful Valentine's. We love you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Don't forget your pictures. If you would like your Valentine's picture, if you want to take a picture with your mom or your grandmother, maybe your, uh, your wife, uh, we have some uh, photo right now. You can take a picture of Valentine's Day. Amen. Yeah.